I spoke to my mom and dad today. Mom separately and then dad separately. They were both very good conversations. Apparently my dad managed to get out of bed on his own last night and go to the bathroom and, and get a towel and come back to bed and take his t-shirt off, you know. Uh, he's itching a lot at night. I called him after talking to mom. Mom told me that that happened and she was really surprised that he was able to get up on his own, actually. Um, I spoke to him and he was like, uh, yeah, I feel great. He had diarrhea for like three days straight a week ago. And that drained him, he said. And then now he feels much better. It worries me, actually. Because uh, he's been weak for so long and all of a sudden like I talked to him today and he was like uh, how I used to talk to him a year ago or a bit more than a year ago, like uh, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, which haven't, hasn't happened often, like a lot of the times that I was talking to him back the last months, he was like uh, drained. Like his life force main energy wasn't even there. This worries me why, because he's just been weak for so long. <coughs> All of a sudden he's feeling good, but he's feel he feels like he's itching everywhere when he's about to sleep, when he's in bed. Uh, so I'm just worried that this is the rise before the last fall, you know? And I've been worried about my dad dying for such a long time that when I think about him dying, the related thought that comes up to it immediately next to it is, oh, he's... Uh, Probably gonna outlive everyone. <coughs> Yezan Abamor, my friend, I did an episode with him uh, in the Netherlands after visiting the Van Gogh Museum. He said, like, with these things, you never know when someone's gonna die or not. And he's right. Yeah. Mama, on, on the other hand, I'm really worried about because um, I want her to. make good choices for herself, her stress levels, her health, you know, stuff like that. She's gluten intolerant and she was eating bread and uh, it causes crazy inflammation, for example, in the body. She has exams at the, at the end of this month. I really hope I... Uh, she told me that she went blind in her right eye for like five minutes. It's like crazy shit that's happening with my mom and dad back home. They're just suffering and suffering and suffering and suffering. And uh, Moose is in London, Hala's in Canada. Noor is there, but Noor is like trying to manage her own kid and her own life. And it's fucked, like all of it, because uh, I'm not there. I can't help them. And uh, they're in this like hole by themselves of bad health and stress and my dad you know doesn't help you know my dad's nature is to say fuck all this uh follow his version of things and that's it and people have to deal with it the responsibility on other people which is tough you know i think as a thing Alain home. Spoke to them about the excursion I did yesterday with a group, um, uh, disabled children, 
It's really interesting. I helped one of them pee in the bathroom. He didn't even know how to pee. He was like 15. His penis was like... I, I looked, I was, I was, I, to me, I didn't know that this guy can't pee by himself, you know. So, the other caretaker told me, go, go, like, look at him, it's fine. So I opened the door, like, a little bit, I knocked, and he wasn't, like, replying properly. He, he can't, he can't even speak, you know. <laughs> and uh, he can barely speak. He says yes, no, and mama, or tight, or, like, ooh, to know the, the time. Um, he called me mom anyways I open the door and look and I just see him holding his penis he's sitting on the toilet but he's holding his penis up and he's looking at me smiling I'm like what the fuck is going on I close the door because I don't know what to, like, I'm not used to like people not knowing how to pee you know and um, he Anyways, I look at look at the care, other caretakers and they're trying to change the diapers of, of another kid who's also like in a worse place than the kid that's in the bathroom. And I, I go into the bathroom and then I like, I'm like, okay, you know, I open the door of the bathroom, I go inside and I look, I'm, I'm in this like very small cubicle with this uh, 14, 15 year old kid with his, with his penis out and he's calling me mom, he's calling me mom. And um, I ask him, did you pee? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. So, like, this was after, like, seconds of, of trying to understand what was happening. Anyways, he stood up. I look into the toilet, and it's clear water. And I didn't remember hearing flushing. This is where, like, I'm grateful for meditation and awareness because I heard flushing maybe, but in a different toilet. I didn't hear it flushing really from that toilet. So I was like, okay, the water's clear. I don't think this guy is capable of flushing on his own even, you know, if he's still sitting down and his penis is in his hand. So I'm like, okay, sit down. He told me he finished, yeah. So I told him, sit down. Uh, okay, his penis now was under. I'm like, pee. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, did you pee? He's like, no. I'm like, did you pee? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I check. I check his bladder. I put my finger to his tummy to see if like there's anything in his bladder. While he's sitting down, it's hard to feel. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, I, I was like, did you pee? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, stand up. He stood up, and it was still clear water. I felt on his belly. Again, while he was standing up, I felt like okay, there's there's stuff inside. Okay, I'm like, okay, sit down again. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, pee. <laughs> Let it go, you know. Um, I push on his bladder a little bit with two of my fingers. Uh, I'm like, okay, just pee. I didn't even hear it. And he's like, uh, okay. I'm like, okay, you peed? He's like, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, stand up. This time, the water was yellow. And I was like, oh, thank God he peed. But I wasn't sure if he peed all of it. So I was like, you pee all of it? And he's like, yeah. Like, okay, let's go. So he, we go, we open the door, and then I'm like, uh, wash your hands. He wanted to just keep going. I'm like, wash your hands. And he takes this, the soap, and he doesn't know what to do, the soap. So I'm like, oh shit, man, like, this is fucked. And I take soap in my hand, I'm like, like this, you put it in your hand like this, you do this, and zero. So I I get the soap like really around my hands and then I wash his hands, you know, uh, myself 
and wash them out but there was nothing to dry our hands with so i was just like told him to spray his hand on the sink and then uh, he couldn't even do that and then we left the bathroom which was crazy and this other kid was shouting and they're trying to change his, his diapers and everything it was mad um yeah it was a crazy trip honestly overall <laughs> the three of the kids were really really non-functional uh, three others had their issues but they were functional you know and there's the line where a kid is functional or not like this guy was i think 14 or 15 i said there was a girl that was 16 that was just out you know i don't know if, it, if it's some i don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a growth it's a growth deficiency but she's just completely out you know like she's not aware of what's happening someone has to always hold her hand to take her wherever uh this other kid was anyways they're all uh it's it's so so there's so much to learn and just observing that this is a reality for people and they love it because like this kid i helped uh pee uh he just wants to put things in his mouth he just wants to, he, but he's laughing most of the time. And I'm just trying to think like, how are these people think, how, how are these kids really thinking? How are they really thinking? It doesn't make sense, you know? Uh, their bodies and their, they feel what bodies feel, but how they move and react, it's so, it is what it is. But it just shows you that it's just such a real thing that like, I didn't imagine that a 14-year-old, 15-year-old can't pee by himself, you know, and I was worried to try and help him. But they can't do anything on their own, you know, and they need people uh, like me or like you or anyone to to help them out without without having, without having any ego about it, you know. And like, I got a text from a friend uh, that was like about a bit of a problem between us. And then like that took me out of the moment a bit. Uh, but I quickly got back into it because damn, you know, it's like uh, these kids are in it hardcore. They're in it big time, you know. Uh, we went to uh, like a animal park more than a zoo. It was pretty cool. Uh, was really far to get there, really far to come back. We got lucky with coming back. It's a wonderful group. Um, I'm grateful that I went there, but like, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, there's a lot to say about what happened, you know, but mainly what I really feel like I saw was that these people, these children, can't do a single thing about how they're like how they are and there's just this one piece or two pieces or 15 pieces maybe that are in a way missing and saying this even right now makes me feel i'm worried i have something in me that's missing like a screw that other people have you know anyways um I'm 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 very functional. <laughs> There's a line between functional and non-functional. That's for sure. I told my mom about this, and I'm like, but you know, this kid, uh, not the guy who helped pee, another one. I'm like, but this kid is like, 
he's not going to get better. He's, uh, you know, maybe it's easier for everyone if this kid wasn't how he is. But like, I'm saying this knowing that I felt a lot of love for him, you know, and that I cared for him a lot and that there's something really beautiful in that. And my mom was like, hey, Khaled, you know, don't get to say that so much because you're not seeing how normal children who maybe they're teenagers being toxic, taking drugs, uh, shouting at their mothers all the time, they can be a million times more poisonous than this kid who's crippled, who just keeps receiving love and keeps giving love in return. You know, that's the relationship. So it's interesting what that builds in a person or in society even as such. And I'm glad to expose myself to it. And thank you, Mama, for the respect per perspective. That's so beautiful that you would say something like that. A lot of what I was thinking while we were on the trip was how people should not be allowed to be blind to the realities of life and suffering. It shouldn't even be allowed because everyone wants to look away. But I saw someone in the train while we were waiting that didn't look away, and that was interesting. He held the kid's hand, Morris's hand, and I was really surprised. And then he just kept going, you know, this guy. <laughs>